Welcome to this week's episode of Real Estate Served on the Rocks. On this week's episode, the guys share some of their favorite stories surrounding the home buying process in hopes of showing you that with the right agent, anything is possible. Well, welcome back to another episode of Real Estate Served on the Rocks. I'm excited to be with you gentlemen today. Um, again, guys, it's we keep repeating ourselves, but it's been insane, the uh, response we've received from y'all. Um, I got a, a funny uh, text message from somebody Saturday night, like 11 o'clock at yeah. night, drink in hand, and uh, they had our faces on his TV in his room watching our YouTube channel, which was pretty fun to see. That's awesome. So uh, That is awesome. Please keep the support and love going. If you like some a little creepy. I'm, it's <laughs> like, no, it's awesome. It's totally awesome. Just, the, the fact that we're entertaining enough to like, you know. Yeah, put on the TV. Okay. Yeah, we beat out Saturday Night Live at that house. Oh. Very nice. I yeah. like it. That's, so, uh, <laughs> that's an aggressive statement. <laughs> if you really like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, and review us on the podcasts, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube, which we've been getting a lot more traction on as well. Mm -hmm. um, we honestly, guys, keep letting us know what you want to hear, what you want to see, and we're going to start taking a poll for the type of clothes Oscar's going to wear at every episode because he obviously is outshining us when it comes from the I'm fashion bring standpoint. It every episode, something different. We're gonna dress him like a Ken doll. <laughs> what, how do you, what, El Ken? Yeah. El Ken? El Ken. El Ken doll. Uh, I mean, you could be in the movie with Margot Robbie, I think. Okay. I'd say yes to that. <laughs> say yes to Margot Robbie every time. Okay. Every time. So uh, we had a little bit of a uh, change of plans this week. We had lined up um, a guest, but it was some circumstances that were out of everyone's control. It didn't work out. So we thought it would be kind of cool to bring you guys some tales from the car. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to walk through some of the stories that we've dealt with, real life situations where we've had to use our expertise and knowledge and just overall problem solving skills to get these folks into the homes that they needed. And it's part of the reason why we've created the process we have. And uh, I think it could help people understand number one, it's not as challenging as it might imagine. And with the right support and team, you can get it done. Mm -hmm. And we talked about the right team, right? Mm -hmm. And it's navigation of the transaction. You, you, if you gotta get, you gotta have an agent that knows how to navigate the transaction. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The navigation of a, not the worst transactions we've ever had, but the most complicated, an interesting one. convoluted. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I, I just think that I would say the story's about to tell. Um, very few agents who aren't as skilled could have actually got this from start to finish. Correct. And you know, I mean, if you talk about like when it happened and these folks still own these homes today, we can talk about what kind of real, real wealth we've helped these folks mm -hmm. generate. Yeah, 100%. So, um, before we get into it, just gentlemen, introduce yourselves again so everyone yeah. knows. Yeah. So, uh, I'm Jamison Amaros, Metro 5280 home team. And um, we uh, obviously have, if you guys want to get a hold of us on the team through the podcast, we've got two ways. One is our email address. So if you guys want to write this down, if you guys are at home, it's uh, R-E-S-O-T-R at Metro5280.com. And the phone number, which will go to any of us, is 720-608-9437. Absolutely. Oscar Barra, OscarTheRealtor.com. Nice and simple. Sometimes OscarTheGrouch.com. Eh, it's been a week. <laughs> we, should, we should definitely buy that domain. We should. Be kind well, of that, that's the play on them on my on my website and everything that I do. It's Oscar. The and Grouch, then you could just your entire Oscar business could be just flipping garbage houses. 
Uh, you know what? There was a time where you know I'm saying, mean, you know, Ooh. back in I can, oh, I can see the logo and the sign. I can see it. That's what I was doing. Pops up with I the shades it. out of a garbage can, be like, I'll take your house. No, but you know, the funny thing is that that was the idea, right? The inspiration, yeah. Oscar the Grouch, Oscar the Realtor, and there was a few realtors. You know who you are if you're watching this. That they took their name and it was that person, the Realtor.com, and I was like, hey man, that was a playoff on Oscar the Grouch. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, they don't know about your narco connections, obviously. Uh, Otherwise, they'd be they way do. more hesitant to do that. Definitely going to get you a sign that says, Oscar the Realtor, Sinaloa. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I love no. it. Anyways, uh, JC Ortega, you can uh, always get a hold of me at jc at metro5020.com. Um, you know, team lead at the Metro 50 home team. So as we kind of get down to the nitty gritty of our stories, we first got to do the fun part. We do the whiskey slash bourbon review. Yeah, so that uh, a lot of people apparently look forward to. Yes, and we will have. I promise you guys, we will have a scoreboard coming up shortly where you will be able to look at where we rated everything. We're just trying to figure out the best way to do it. Yeah. So stay tuned. We bear, will bring bear a with us specialty yeah. bottle. So uh, and I'm not talking about Pappy Van Winkle. We're gonna ooh, bring some ooh. trashy bottle in. Just just cause. Just give. Just, just because we need preview. Just. So I'm gonna go ahead and the, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and crack this bad boy. And if you want to go ahead and kick, tell us a little bit about this, uh, yeah, guys, absolutely fun one. So we got 19 stone whiskey, and uh, one of the reason we chose this one is because their story is it's, elaborate. It's elaborate. It's unique. <laughs> uh, it's actually very very short and to the point. Uh, but before I introduce it, remember if you guys are watching this, like and subscribe, and give us a review. Um, so you guys know the schedule, the podcast will come out every Friday, the YouTube video, which is the uncut version will drop every Wednesday or Thursday, of the following week. So you should uh, expect to see last week's episode, uh, uploaded at some point today or tomorrow, right, Charlie? Yep. So check that out, uh, on the Metro 5280, uh, YouTube channel. So I'm going to sell these guys my slogan from 19 stones. Yeah. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. So I feel like I just got to read this one from the bottle just because it's hilarious. Right? So this is on the back of their bottle. Their story's pretty simple. 19 Stone is a great whiskey. That's all there is to it. Done. <laughs> so I like it. I'm expecting a great whiskey. Uh, to give a little bit more insight, it is a blend of a couple of small batch whiskeys that is aged. Uh, they're aged in charcoal barrels in Tennessee, mm-hmm. but they're distilled out of Red Hook, Brooklyn. They're distilled in Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Not blended in Brooklyn. Nope, distilled in Brooklyn. Blended in Tennessee. Distilled in Brooklyn, Red Hook. So it is interesting. I would tell you more. However, their story is extremely short, so they give me a ton to work on. But yeah, they want their drink to kind of speak for themselves. Yeah, exactly. It's it, a no nonsense. And it, this is a bourbon, right? It's a blend of bourbon, um, small batches, small batches. Yep. And it is small batch, so this is I think batch two. Mm-hmm. So again, small batch means they take a very few amount of barrels, yep. blend them from those those barrels. And when they blend them, that batch is unique to that batch. Correct. That you will never have that small batch again. Yeah. Is, is this the Wu Tang clan of bourbon? I mean, it can be. Could I be. mean, no nonsense. Could be. I mean, like we'll see how it tastes. Wu Tang forever. Um, and just right? just a reminder. So we will have a uh, an episode coming by popular demand <laughs> that's very bourbon centric. Mm-hmm. So we have two experts who are gonna uh, locally kind of legends in their own right here yeah. in Colorado. Yeah. Who are going to walk us through like the tasting of bourbon? They know their stuff. Oh, they know their stuff. And then we'll we'll have some different barrels that they've hand selected and picked and blended. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for yeah, that. So we'll, be we'll, fun. If, uh, that's the one where uh, I would say we'll give you a little bit of a, an advance notice, mm-hmm. and hopefully we can give you an idea of what we're going to be tasting beforehand, so you can try to get it, and then you can taste it yeah. while you're listening. 
So it should be fun. Yeah. So always, like we say, guys, we appreciate the love and support. Uh, if you guys are watching this and you say, hey, you know what? I just had this bourbon or whiskey. I'd love for you guys to try, try it out. Drop it in the comments. Let us know. Send us an email. Uh, we're all about trying to get some new uh, new ideas for what's taste here. So yeah. and I'm excited too. for this topics too. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, we've had some interesting conversations uh, on the socials or like emails, texts afterwards around today's crazy market, interest rates, all the things that are changing on a daily basis. So we're, we're working on some broad, big like picture topics. Mm -hmm. If you want to go micro or more like in, in depth in a specific topic, or if it's something that's more like today, right? Like we just found out the, the, the index for inflation dropped or is below what we expected, thus rates dropped dramatically. So if you wanted to get more in depth and learn more about how that affects today's market and tomorrow's market, shoot us a line. We can do a Facebook Live, we can do a Zoom call, whatever you may want to do to understand a bit more. Mm -hmm. But that's what we're here for. We're resources, right? We want to make sure you have the most current information possible while also shedding a light on big, broad topics to make things seem, again, like we said, demystified. And if you guys think it's like super specific what you guys want to talk about, that's okay too. Yeah. Because we cover a lot of Colorado and we know that real estate is extremely, it's a it's a microeconomic industry. So if it's something where you go, hi, ah, I don't know if I want to ask it because it's very specific to my unique situation, send it to us. We'll find a way to build it into the podcast and get answers for you. And if we, we don't know the answers, we'll... Bring something on that does. And with that said, if it's a personal question, yeah. and you know, give us a call, shoot us an email. Mm -hmm. uh, we have vast knowledge. If it's if if you don't want to go live with that, give us a call. We'll we'll take care of you. Yep, dig it. If, if anything, answer your question. Absolutely. Yeah. So great stuff, gentlemen. Let's go ahead and uh, give this bad boy a sippy sip. <clears throat> Ooh. Very light. Yeah. Super very, light. Very, very, very light. I get Does um, it weigh about nineteen stones? Ooh. No. It's very even light in color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have any like idea of age on this bad boy. Um it does taste light. It tastes I, I get a little sweetness to it yeah. on the front end. It does not burn at all. Mm -mm. It's forty six percent for like forty six forty six percent alcohol no. by long. I get a little like caramel ish at mm -hmm. the back end of the throat. Well that sounds weird. Uh, on the back end of the drink. <laughs> Listen, this is why this is uncut on YouTube, all right? It's not going to be cut. <laughs> Period. Right, stain. Uh, it will be the last time with like a back end. Yeah, that's true. Where is that? We need that. That's what she said portion of the show. <laughs> Charlie, where are you at on that? It gets a little <laughs> sour towards the end. It does have a lot of sweet, very light. I want to say kind of like like a cider almost. Hmm. It's good. It reminds me of fall. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it could be um, somebody, I don't know who it was, made me like a whiskey cider. Mm -hmm. And really? this would be really good in that, I think. Yeah. With some and, like, and warm, not like a super warm sweet. apple cider yeah. with yeah. some whiskey. I think that would be. I yeah. kind of like it. It's super simple. It's super <clears throat> easy drinking. It's not very complex. It starts really sweet, kind of finishes, I don't know, like smooth, mm -hmm. but. It starts really some, smooth too, with though. Some uh, a little bit of herby, herb yeah. herbaceousness. No, we're going no, with that. Where's that word again? Herbaceous. Yeah, yeah. So we're, <clears throat> we're just trying to work well, that into and, every and just episode. To preface everybody, we we had a sip of paint thinner earlier. <laughs> I don't know. It was so, so this bad. is delicious compared to that. It is. We don't. What was that? I don't know what it was. We're never going to try it again. So it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, whatever <laughs> it was, don't drink it. Yeah. If you well, see that. in the background here, it might be one of these. Yeah, I don't it's know. one of those. Over it there. was not. It was not good. It was. 
Yeah. Well, well let's get to the stories. We don't have a lot of time today. We got time. We're good. You sure? Yeah, we got we got at least 30 minutes or so. Right. We got plenty no, of time. We're, okay. We're good. I like it. Yeah, so we're good. Um, I'm conscious here. Do, who wants to go ahead and kick this bad boy off? Oscar, why don't you kick it off? Bruh. Um, an interesting story a few years back, and this ties into the right partnership um, knowledge on both the real estate and the lending side. I, um, I was part of a company that was USAA, Navy Fed, and a, a couple other, uh, it was Cardis, right? They're, they're oh, wait, big, relocate, yeah, the relocation, big organization. And um, it was just a random lead in the subject line. I said, please help. Well, I opened it up and it was, it, he gave a big description. I gave him a call and uh, he said, look, I've gone through a few agents. I know I'm not your big, you know, deal. Um, I need help. I need, I need, I need somewhere to, to live. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I, for me, I don't care if you're buying a $50,000 condo or a multi-million dollar home. Yep. I'm going to take my job personal and I'm going to, I'm going to get it done. Mm-hmm. So I met with him and he goes, look, I'm, I'm, I work for the air airline. I'm couch surfing right now. I don't have a permanent, um, address. I don't have a car. He's basically homeless. Yeah. He had a job, but I mean, he was homeless. Right. Uh, I said, no challenge accepted. So we met, picked him up. Um, I got his specifics. He was looking, I mean, he was pretty deflated because he had gone through about 10 real estate agents that didn't give him time of day. Um, he, he wanted to go to the outskirts, which I do a lot of outskirts. I do land ranches. How's Hugo these days? Hugo is booming. (laughs) (laughs) It it went from three people to seven. I I moved 10 or about 14. Oscar's about 65% of the market there. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm cornering that market. (laughs) Anyway, so he wanted he wanted a modular home. I said, okay, well, we saw some, and man, they were pretty beat up for his price point. It was a, a very low price point, and I said, look, let me let me get creative. Let me see what I can do. Let me talk to your lender, uh, see what we can do. We collaborated. I said, what if we find something in town mm-hmm. by light rail station, a bus station, um, get you to the airport and back? He goes, that would be awesome. So I started researching up north. Long story short, I found a couple condos in Thornton. Um, Ended up getting him a 780 square foot, one bedroom, one bath. He wanted just anything. This was actually very nice. Not only did I get him a good deal on it, fast forward three or four years, that $75,000 condo is probably worth closer to 300 now. Right. And he called me. He called me <clears throat> about five years ago, and he has a very, I don't know, can I say his name? Well, it would be. It's up to you, man. Um, I, I, I'll remember his name forever. His name is Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Mike, who? Mike, Mike Jones. I love that guy. And he's and he was so thankful. He was like, thank you for taking the time, you know. And and now he has how much equity? Mm-hmm. And equity. Tons of equity. But he's still in the house right now? It, uh, I believe so. I believe so. But it was taking the time, knowing what you're working with, knowing what to ask the lender, and not give it up. You know, just try to brainstorm, figure this out. We'll get to the closing table. So what were... Uh, when you talk about with the lender, right? I mean, from from a financial standpoint, I'm assuming it was very right. Razor I mean, thin. He, he, uh, yeah, he doesn't. He, he didn't have a residence. First right. of all. So, so what were some tough. of the things that you guys did, like from a creative standpoint? You know, uh, it was it was it was a lot of LOXs, letter of explanations to the underwriter. You know, telling the underwriter the full story. There, a good underwriter is not gonna. Their job is not to kill the deals, yeah. right? right? They're just trying to scrub them because there's a secondary market. They got to bundle it up and sell it to someone else if they need a. What type of loan was it? 
Uh, it was a conventional. Okay. It was a conventional 5%. I mean, what's 5% of 75, right? It was, it wasn't a whole lot. I did get him closing costs though. I think he came in with like $2,500. Yeah. After so, the down yeah, after it was all said and done. So it was, a, it was a great deal. It was back when you could do stuff like that and prices were that low. Uh, but it was a lot of explaining and time consuming work with the, mm-hmm. with the underwriter. And matter of fact, I, I would have to go pick him up, bring him to my office or go to Staples and get it done. But at that, for, at that point, it was challenge accepted. Yeah. I'm going to make this happen, you know, for him. And because I know I can, Yeah, it was, it was great. It was a great ending. It was 12 agents from a few different brokerages. Just give them, wouldn't give them the time of right. day. And oh, I don't think they could, I, I don't think they had the knowledge or they didn't, they didn't or the want partnerships to. or yeah, yeah. The partnerships. What are the biggest lessons you learned from that transaction? Biggest lessons. Um, you know, I don't want to say my biggest lessons, but when I do transactions like that, you know, the quick transactions, the fast transactions, the easy transactions, they're fun. You, you have a fun time at the closing table, but it's tra- transactions like that. And, and another young lady that I helped not too long ago where you're having that conversation in the parking lot and they say, you know, um, thank you. you. You made a difference in my life. Now I have somewhere to live. Now my mother, my son, we have somewhere to live. And that makes it worthwhile because your, your, your cup runs low. Sometimes you could mm-hmm. be out there killing it, right? Just nailing him. Boom, 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 boom. And then you're just tired and it's like, I'm on going on vacation. But that one deal comes through, you feel so good. It fills your cup and you're like, this is why I do what I do. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. And, you, and you're helping people change their lives. Yeah. Absolutely. You went from a guy who was living on a couch with no necessarily plan for his future or a wealth plan put in place. And you helped him put a plan together yeah, and get into a home that has self set himself up for the future. Right. So now he has a place he can either rent or sell. And he, he, has, had, he had the idea. We implemented yeah. and we got him a home. So from a buyer standpoint, you changed his life. Yeah. I mean, don't sell yourself short. Mm-hmm. You talk to the right people. We could get it done. Yep. Well, we talked about it last week, right, with Devin. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One of the things what we talk about all the time is, you know, buyers, they, they internalize their own situations and then they read news headlines or they talk to friends and family that, you know, have their best interests in mind but don't aren't necessarily involved in the day-to-days of the industry like we are. And they just put it in their own brains that, hey, you know what? It's just not going to happen for me. Yep. I need 20% down to buy a house. Right. Yeah. That's a traditional Little thing, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Or, hey, you know what? Perfect I don't, credit, 20% down. Yeah, I don't have a permanent residence. So if yeah. I don't have a permanent residence now, how am I supposed to do A, B, and C? Right. And it shows, and your story shows, that if you connect with the right people and you're, as a consumer, right, as a buyer, if you guys are comfortable putting yourselves out there and talking to professionals, and, I mean, credit to your client who had reached out and got turned down. Yeah. By, you know, 10 agents, 12 agents, whatever it was, right? And finally said, you know what? I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep trying. Gets connected with you. You connect them with the lender. You guys get the right program. You get them into a different place. The minimal money down. Uh, I liked, like my biggest takeaway from that story is as you're constructing the search, right? And you knew that the guy was struggling from a transportation standpoint, your first thought is, okay, you work at the airport. How do I get you close to a light rail station or RTD or whatever it is? There's a lot of people who just don't think at that level and what you're showing is like, Hey, I'm listening. Like I hear you (laughs) as a buyer Mm -hmm. and I want to make sure that whatever solution we come up with not only benefits you financially from, Hey, you have a roof over your head, but how do I make the rest of your life easier? Because owning a home is just one part. 
Yep. Right. So I think it's huge, man. That's, that's, that's freaking awesome. And Mike Jones, great uh, name. Great guy. <laughs> great, he, he, great he really was. He's was a great. I think I would send him a gift every year on the anniversary of his house purchase with like Mike Jones yeah. vocals. Does he know? <laughs> I, I would probably call how much it, he affected my it, life back in 20, it, 2008. I would send him like a, a happy birthday cameo from Mike Jones saying, Happy birthday, Mike Jones. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. If I got that from a cameo, I would be pumped. Yeah. Uh, so uh, as we move on to the next story, uh, do you want to go first, James? Or do you want me to uh, yeah, I can go first. Yeah, go for it. Um, all right. So my story is a, uh, a daring tale of just perseverance. Um, we all, and if you're an agent listening to this, you guys get leads, right? And we all know that there's different classes of leads. And there's leads that are ready to go. There's leads that think they're ready to go. There's leads that are perusing the internet at three o'clock in the morning, looking at $3 million houses. And on the very bottom of that are normally Facebook leads, right? And I got a Facebook lead um, back in August of 2021, I want to say. And I had posted something about down payment assistance, which we talked about last week. And I got a message about, hey, you know, can, I have no money down. Can you help me? Very similar to Oscar. I go, challenge accepted. Let's talk. And set up an appointment. Talk to the gentleman. He reached out to me. He's like, hey, I got this lead. I'm like, oh, okay. Yep. I'm like, oh, yeah. My Jameson's like three months in, like, yeah. you know, cotton-tailed, bushy-eyed, ready to go. Yep. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I like that one. That's I was story. like one of those sugar gliders. You see, it's just like, ah. It's going to be a learning experience. <laughs> like, yeah. And, I, and I, I, you're going to be great. You're awesome. I turn around, I'm like, this guy's screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's like, good luck. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it was, it was that. And in the back of my head, like I was trying to be excited, you know what I mean? And I met with the gentleman, uh, I think we did like a Zoom meeting at that point because we were still kind of COVID-ish yeah, COVID. back in 2021 in August. And we talked- COVID-ish. COVID-ish. We had COVID adjacent. And we, uh, we talked and the gentleman had no money saved, like at all, right? Uh, so the first thing we did was we tried to get him pre-approved. That's obviously the very first step. So our partner lender at the time, uh, we worked together. And he pulled the file and he calls me up and I'll be 100% transparent. Wasn't it Devin? It was Devin. Yeah. And I'll be 100% transparent. Devin goes, yeah, man, this is, uh, this is not going to get approved. Right? And at the time, I didn't know this, but this gentleman had, again, same scenario, reached out to a couple different people and they had told him the same thing. And apparently what had happened was once the agents found out it's not going to get approved, they just quit. Right. So in my head, being bright eyed and bushy tailed and wanting to help this gentleman because he was super nice on the phone. He's got, you know, some some kids that are in high school, some that are in college. He's, he's never owned a home in his entire life. Uh, and he's got he's you know highly educated, very smart individual, just, you know, down on his luck sometimes. Some, you know, life happens, man. Life, life, life happens, right? Yeah. And set you set you behind. And he had never owned. So he's always been in this condo apartment. Little, way smaller than what his family required. And he just wanted a place that he could grow into. So the other agents, when they heard, oh yeah, this is an impossible scenario. We can't do it. They just cut and run, right? So I talked to Devin. I said, hey dude, so can we just come up with a plan? Like tell me what where we need to be as far as credit score, as far as money reserves, as far as um, you know debt to income. Like where are we at and where do we need to go, right? And the so we did that, sat on a call, talked it out with uh, my client for about 30, 45 minutes and put a plan in place. And at that time, we knew the plan was going to be like a four to six month plan, right? But as we got into that latter half of 2021, the market exploded. 
And now all of a sudden we went from, okay, if we put this plan in place and we get you to hit these certain checkpoints as far as paying down debt, consolidating student loans, uh, all these different things that we gave them step-by-step instructions to do. Now we ran into the fact of, well, now you got to come up with $30,000 to cover appraisal gaps because everything that we're looking at in this price point was going 30, 40, 50, $60,000 over within a day, right? So we then had another conversation. And I think that in most scenarios, most agents have been like, yeah, good luck. Like call me in six months. We'll, we'll see. Right. I told him like, dude, we're going to, we're going to figure it out. Like this is, now it's challenge accepted because we, we just, we're not where we need to be. So we sat on it for, you know, another heck seven, eight months. We had some hiccups around some things from a credit standpoint that he ran into the difficulties that set us back. It was almost like a, we took one step forward and two step back type of conversation. So then it turned into uh, weekly updates, right? I would call him once a week, say, hey, this is where we're at. This is where I need to be. Where are you at? And I just, I stayed consistent for about eight months after that point until we finally got to the point where some things happened. The market cooled down, right? All of a sudden we started to see price drops. We started to see less competition. The Chaffa rates, which is the, um, the down payment assistance program that we used, was still relatively, like it went up, right? When he first started looking, it was at 2.875%. When we actually got under contract, we were sitting at uh, almost a 6%. It was like 5.75, somewhere around there. So we got to the point where he was good to go credit-wise. He was able to put enough money aside, and we started to make offers. The crazy part was, we and we talked about this, if you guys watched last week, we needed closing costs, right? Because at the end of the day, um, we, were in a, we were in a position where we could get the down payment assistance, we had the earnest money, but we physically didn't have enough liquid capital to cover closing costs. So we need to get that done from the, the seller. sellers. Yeah. So that's how the negotiation went. Long story short, we saw seven or eight different houses. At one point I was on vacation and Charlie, our, uh, our producer, helped me out and showed him a couple houses. We ended up offering on a house. We got underneath list. We also got concessions to cover the closing costs. And now he's in a house, in a condo, townhome. It's a three bed, two bath, 1,500 square feet. It's three times larger than what he was living in before. Wow. The first time he's been able to have his children live with him Ever? and visit and be able to stay since he had gotten his condo. He had his condo for about four years. That's huge. That. All right. And it thrilled, right? He's got a workout room now in one of the spare bedrooms. Uh, just had a housewarming party that looked like a blast. I couldn't attend because I was in the town. But the point was we went from what seemed to be an impossible situation to possible, to life-changing, because now he's in a townhome where he's paying down a principal. He got in, kind of like your, we talked about your story in last week, he ended up getting $2,700 refunded to him at closing. So he went and bought a house, he paid his $1,000 right out of pocket for down payment assistance, and then Tito went, hey, here's two checks. Here you go. Boom. Walked out with money. Crazy, absolutely insane. And all in all, it was a 12 and a half month process. So it's nuts, man. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. What the what the potential is. That is incredible. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Were you so blown away by He's the story? I was blown away by the I was blown away by the by the story. So what are the I guess ultimately some of the takeaways from that situation that you kind of carry with you? Yeah, the biggest takeaway for me was the consistency of the follow-up portion. I truly believe had we not had a schedule to follow up with this client once a week around where he was at based on the plan that we put in front of him, it would not have closed. And it's a level of accountability. And some people just need accountability. That's it, right? Our job 
is to guide people through the process, whether that's a three-week process, a two-day process, or a 12-month process. And because of our consistency and follow-up and dedication, I think that is the only reason that this even got to the point where it was a possibility. I remember what I was going to say. And it doesn't have to be a a hard situation, right? No. When you said a high earner, uh, there was um, a couple of um, young men that that made decent money, but they wanted to be in the downtown scene. They wanted to be above the the bar, right? They they wanted to rent. And I approached them. I said, hey, you know, you make decent money. I know you don't want to... You don't want us. You don't want to just stay here. Mm-hmm. But how about we qualify you? You get your roommates to agree to lease some of that, use that money as income, and now you own and you have an investment, right? Mm-hmm. Just you got to keep the cogs turning. Yep, it is. You know, and I I moved to another company downtown, and I I thought I was going to get into the the loft, the loft scene downtown. Oh man, was that saturated? There were some killers down there. It was fun though. You know, it was be like selling Sunset, but uh, yeah, it was it was crazy, right? (laughs) But I did do a few, and it was fun. It doesn't have to be a hardship, but it's just no again just just consistency, consistency, and knowing what what's out there and what's possible, and seeing the big picture, right? I think we talk about this all the time. The big picture, exactly. A lot of people are here. And when you get and you work with a team that understands this could be a long process, that's where the most success comes from. Yeah, that's it. yeah. I think that's what I hear your story. What I keep going back to is uh, you, you mentioned accountability, and we don't always have like self accountability. Like mm-hmm. it's a hard thing for humans in general to have. That's an ugly word, accountability. Nobody wants to be held accountable. It's nothing like it, herbaceous. It's, it's hard. Herbaceous <laughs> is a pretty word. I don't know. Accountability, accountability is ugly. A little different. I don't like it. Uh, but I do think what you were able to do was keep the big picture in mind. Hey, like you've never been able to have your kids in the same house. So you make a couple of like decisions. Don't, don't go buy the Starbucks. Don't go to the bars every night. Like make a couple of decisions, save some money, pay some bills off. And I'm going to show you what's possible. Mm-hmm. Now this gentleman's going to be able to change his next circumstance with this per- first property. Yep. He'll be able to rent. We've it. already talked about it. Yeah. That's that's the crazy part. Yeah. So, so it's, it's cool. And like right. Oscar said, man, it's the best feeling in the world to sit down at that closing table and maybe look, man, that's 12 months of work and 12 months of a plan all coming to fruition and watching how happy these individuals are doing something they didn't think was possible previously. Yep. So, Love it. Yep. Good story, man. Um, I guess it's my turn. To it is. It's your turn. It's your turn. So I guess the there's three like big stories that I think about that like really changed my mentality on real estate and like why I do what I do. I'm going to go with probably the latest one, Mm -hmm. mainly because it's sort of different from y'all. So the first two are very similar. We took people who did not think it was possible with little to no means and got them a house and they're, they're in a way better situation. This one's kind of different. So had a really nice lady moving in from California. I know oof, scary California to Colorado. But so she, um, wait, wait, is Colorado scary or California? Cal- okay. Yeah. California scary coming into Colorado. <laughs> we had a lot of them. <clears throat> we love you guys. We love you guys. Watching this we know. So we she, love you. she was, she just <laughs> learn how to drive in the snow. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so she, she's coming in from uh, California, been renting an apartment, the same apartment for almost 15 years. So she has a great job. She's a single lady and she's very close to her family. So her mother which is the reason why she lived in California still had passed away. Mm. And her brother was in the Springs. He's military. And she was really wanting to be near the family, enjoy like, you know, being an aunt to the kids, 
and she was by herself in California. It was too expensive. So she applied uh, in the dark for a job that she never thought she would get. And she got it. She made decent money, but it wasn't like fantastic money, especially as a single lady. Mm -hmm. And her budget was about $310,000. So this was about a year and a half ago in Colorado Springs. And that's tough for a single family house. She didn't want a condo. She wanted a townhome. She wanted a house. So we identified a neighborhood that would make sense. And this was right before the market went crazy. So they were selling for like 275, 300. And then literally overnight, they went from three to three. So real quick uh, side note, guys, if you're watching this and you have questions about what we're talking about with the whole market went crazy, we have an episode. I think, which episode is it? episode one? Uh, if you episode two, out, I believe two. Episode two uh, around new market, new market old market. So for reference, if you guys watch that, we go way in depth as to what made this happen. So and for the people that are out of state, Colorado Springs, when yes. you say the Springs, that's where yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a, it's a heavy military. Yeah. About 45 minutes South of Denver. Yes. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's Colorado Springs. Uh, it, you know, forever and ever it's been a, the, the little brother to Denver, mm -hmm. but nowadays it's becoming more and more like a, you know, Siamese twin. Yep. In a lot of ways, big military team. Uh, big, big military town. They're bringing in. Uh, we've all hold the space force, the airport. The, the Olympics have a compound down there. There's a lot, mm -hmm. a lot of crazy cool things out there. The airport's expanding. I wouldn't be surprised in the next ten years that it rivals DIA. In fact, we're leaving. So my daughter does cheer. We're leaving out of the Springs to fly to uh, where Dallas. Um, so like we, we actually fly out of there just like we could DIA. Yeah, no problem. Springs. So it's it's grown it's grown up quite a bit. Um, it's been the top five place to raise a family in the United States for the last six years running, to give you an idea, because of cost of living and different things. But anyways, so it was getting difficult. Um, house pricing blew up for a variety of reasons. She was outpriced. Um, she couldn't afford in that neighborhood again. Um, and she really wanted to be in the specific neighborhood because it was close to her brother. And similar situation, she had talked to like two or three different agents and felt like she was getting the run around. No one gave her the time of day. So she approached me and I was like, well, here's the deal. like." We have to make a plan and you have to be patient. And if you want to do that, we can make this work. So we discussed timing. We discussed the plan. So what we did was we want, we know we want to be in this neighborhood. We want, we want to be here at this time frame. So then we set together, we put together the, the calendar that makes the most sense. And then we put together a bunch of flyers and we set them out to 550 homes that make the most sense. And we said, Hey, we have a pre-qualified buyer ready to go. Can close in 30 days. <clears throat> can move out in 60 days. I'll give you t plenty of time to find the next place. If you want, if you're interested in doing something, reach out. It's creativity. So I got six different bites on that. Of those six bites, a lady called from a for sale by owner. And for whatever reason, I met, I met with the lady. We hit it off. The house was perfect for her. It was a ranch. It was a two bedroom, two bath, um, two car garage, no HOA. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Literally six minutes. Sorry. Dying here. Six minutes away from can we get a sub? dying. Yeah, sub, <laughs> sub me out, coach. I need a stronger bourbon or something and clear my throat out. Because that crap we drank early. Yeah, it's just coming back from the. Well, and, and again, you know, as JC is telling the story, we all have different personalities. Um, you sat down, had a plan, as where I was, you know what? Hold my beer. Give me your hand. We're going to get this done. Yeah. And yeah. it was, it was similar in that sense. Like, okay, cool. I, I can do this, but I need you to be on the same page as me. So if you're willing to do what, what, what I think we need to do to do it, we can make this work. So once we sent those flyers out, I got the hits. I got six hits, I mean phone calls or texts or emails. I talked with all these folks and I realized 
like they either the pricing was too high or there wasn't the situation. But one lady who reached out, she was a for sale by owner and she called me directly. I went down the very day that she told me toward the house, find out what her situation was. She didn't want to deal with an agent on her end. She wanted to do like her own thing, which is fine. Elder lady, a lot of experience. I think at one point she had a broker's license. So saw the house, sent photos. Literally my client was on the plane the very next day from California to the Springs. We toured the house, put together a plan between the buyer and the seller. I, I was gonna represent the buyer. The seller will be a, a customer. And we negotiate all the deals. <clears throat> and before you know it, we're under contract. We got this house for, because the commissions were lower because it was one agent, we were able to get this house. It was a fair price for both buyer and seller. Mm -hmm. And my buyer, who never thought she'd be able to move to the Springs to be near her family, so she wouldn't be by herself in California, was able to come out. No, the, the deal didn't go smoothly. Unfortunately, the seller who um, got a little bit uneasy with everything, we had to intervene in not only like the closing side of things, the inspection side of things, but even like possession. So that's where the whole like having a good agent comes yeah, in. Yeah, the mediation part of it. Yeah, so we I had to literally show up and have the the seller understand that like the home is no longer yours, you cannot be here. And my poor buyer had to move in while she, like it was just kind of awkward. But the craziest cool thing about that is uh, put a plan in place based on a very strict budget and everyone was telling her she has to go $10,000 over, she has to bridge a gap, do this, do this. And we were working with each other for about 45 days before we identified the house, went into contract and closed on the house that she wanted, where she had been working on that same plan for about a year, but the agents that she had worked with didn't think outside the box. They thought it was not a cookie cutter enough for her. And uh, I've just literally talked to her about two days ago because we're doing our pumpkin pie, apple pie drop off. So I'm gonna take her her apple pie that she's ordering. The, the coolest thing about that story to me was like, if someone tells you no or tells you it's too hard, guess what? Someone could find a reason why. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of how I like live my life slash build my career is um, two things I think about. Number one, tell me I can't do it. Guess what? I'll show you can. I think that's what we have in common. Yeah. And, and then number two, like if you could do it, I can do it better. Mm -hmm. And because of that, like if I see something and I find a solution, like, or better yet, if I see a problem, I'm going to find a solution. Yep. And I'm not going to stop until I can find a solution that makes the most sense. Now, if we find a solution and to get you where you want to go and it's not feasible, cool, we can admit that's fine. But if I can't find a solution, I'm going to keep fighting. Like, yeah. I can't sleep until I find a solution. Exactly. And I'm going to make some phone calls. Yeah, phone calls. We're going to come up with a plan. We're going to get creative. We're going to do different stories. Like Collaborate with other agents and maybe collectively we know like, a yes. lot of people. And we're like, one of, the things we're, one of the things we're sort of working on right now, like we're going to discuss it here on this pod eventually is, so 77% of the people we know don't like their houses. They bought in the last 18 months. If you bought a house with a VA loan in the last 12 months, chances are you couldn't sell it for what you bought it for. Mm -hmm. So if you hate your house and you can't sell it for what you bought it for, you're kind of in a rough spot. However, we're coming up with a solution with assumable loans and a database of people who want to buy and sell houses that we can help these people out. Mm -hmm. That's a solution that no one else is thinking about. So again, that's sort of how we think as our team, like we're coming up with options and solutions to help consumers. And that one was my favorite uh, story that was kind of different from y'all where we literally like drilled down the root cause of the problem, came up with this solution, 
and offered it to y'all um, and got them into the house. Mm -hmm. And uh, now she's, you know, like again, four minutes from her family. She said on a house that she bought for 310 that's now worth probably 500. To segue from, you know, bad situations, right? Mm -hmm. You don't like your home, blah, blah, blah. If you come across the fact that you have to sell because relocation or whatever, and you think you can't sell your house and you're just gonna let it go, I'm also a short sale specialist and a foreclosure specialist. There's options. You don't. You could even make money on some of these options. Oh, yeah. Give us yeah, a call. The collective, the collective knowledge that Give the us team a call. has. And again, I'm gonna throw this out there just to segue. What we segue twice in like two minutes. To, uh, segue. to 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 piggyback on what Oscar said. Seven two zero six zero eight nine four three seven. It's our collective number. So if you guys have questions about anything we're talking about, confidential or something and that resonated with you, that said, hey, you know what, I have, I have, I want to know a little bit more information. It's confidential. We don't share it with anybody. It goes to us here at the podcast, and uh, we'll call or text. And the beauty of it is, we'll we'll pair you with the person that makes the most sense for you. So just to throw that out there, and and make sure that you guys understand what Oscar's saying. Like we have a ton of knowledge, and hopefully, as you guys are listening to these stories, you understand that our passion, I think is problem solving and, and helping people nailed it get to a place that they didn't think was possible like that's what it is and the beauty of it is with the team that we have and the collective knowledge that we have that's like that's the point right like if i don't know the answer i'm gonna call pablo escobar if he doesn't know the answer he's gonna call jesus ortega and we're gonna figure it out because at the end of the day if you guys win we win right and that doesn't it doesn't matter who you work with or because at the end of the day we have three different personalities right would you guys agree and three different areas of expertise and three things you know things that we do well and things that we may struggle with so if if you guys give us a call if you guys get in touch with us we're going to pair you with the person that makes the most sense because at the end of the day your success and your ability is is paramount to what we do and why we well, do what it's, we do it's sort it's, of the, it's the why right? it's the why obviously like it's our profession we get paid to do it but at the end of the day, I don't think you could be good at something unless you have a passion for what the solution is. Bajillion percent. And I, I, the, like, I am 100, I'll die on this rock. Like, I think the reason why our team has been so successful is because our team members are profoundly driven by helping people mm -hmm. and giving them options and solutions that not everyone thinks about. And that comes from the backgrounds, right? Mm -hmm. I think we all come from a similar prior to our current career backgrounds. Yeah. Good. Problem solvers. Yeah. That's it. Agreed. Um, I mean, any, anybody could close an easy deal. Yeah. And I'm not saying... We love say it. We, say we it, love easy just deals too, but... Just say it. The hard yes. ones... Anybody can close but an easy I, deal. Again, easy, uh, the hard ones easy, are, 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 are I would, I would satisfying. I would, I would disagree. I think gratification. an easy deal sometimes is because of good preparation. Agreed. Oh, yes. and, and And hard deals So we are, could turn a hard deal into an easy deal yeah. too. Yes. So it's all relative in that way. Mm -hmm. But either way, um, we're here to serve. We want to make sure that anything real estate related... We're here. We're, we're the we're the folks that are here to help and support your needs and put you in the right plan to do so. Yeah, if you feel like you're kind of in the unknown, call us. Let's let's talk about your situation. Yep. There there might be there might be something there that you're not seeing. Yep. And while we um, want to absolutely help with the real estate needs, we also want to help with our bourbon review here. Yes, sir. So, holy moly, this is good. I yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. Thoroughly impressed. I, I think you prepped us with whatever you gave we also, us prior to. We set the bar <laughs> real low for that <laughs> warm-up, whatever that super was. Super low. No, but it's, you know, for... Thoughts? For a lighter bourbon, Yeah, it's it's 
alcohol heavy, but it's not. It's very neutral. You drink it, and it's it pushes through. What what is it? What's the? It proof? says ninety two, but I feel like it is uh, a little higher than that. What do you think? Really, uh, I thought it was lower. I mean, it it, it doesn't have a bite for me. No. It does no, not it really have a bite, for, and yeah. and it's it's very mellow, and then it it kind of spikes, and then it mellows out again. So old fashioned worthy. Yeah, I'll make a old-fashioned out of anything. <laughs> Done. There it is. He hit it. You got to hit it. We got it. Charlie. Okay, almost anything. Well. What I don't do you think, think uh, Jameson? You know what? I, I don't think, well, time out. I don't think I'll make an old-fashioned out of, like, never mind. I have. I was going to say yeah, fireball, but. What? A, yes, it's called the campfire old-fashioned. over here. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Jameson, what you got on this one? Uh, I, I mean, I'm impressed. Based on the fact that it had such a. Um, obscure? Uh, very, yeah, obscure quick description uh i think we've used the word unapologetically before yeah. they just they want to make a good bourbon yeah this is a good bourbon uh i uh, man yeah and how much would you say it was uh price wise uh typically it's around 50 dollars. it was on sale for 39.99 39 for 40 bucks for That's this drinker oh absolutely are we doing are we doing the rocks i'll do my rock do right now i'm gonna do two and a half really yep wow um it's an easy sipper I old fashioned, yes. On the rocks, yes. Straight up, I can do it. Uh, I really like the idea just with the, I don't know what it is, like some kind of caramel, something. It's light enough. Putting this in to a hot cider as it gets oh, be great. would be a little high toddy. Yeah, just something, right? Like just a hot whiskey cider would be fantastic with this sitting around a fire pit. Um, it's a little too neutral, clean. I, I like something more complex. I'm giving it a solid. Three and a half, four. It's good. I, I'll drink it all day long. Okay, deal. Um, man, you guys make it tricky. I'm going to take a little sippy sip. Quality control, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this is. You know, I tend to agree with Oscar. I do think it's a little uh, uncomplex, I mm -hmm. guess is the best way to put it. There's not in a bad way. Though. No, 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 no. It's an easy drinker. Like I would drink this thing all day. Um, but if I'm going to compare it to, so the rye we had last week. Oh, we've had some heavy the hitters. Smoke, the smoke wax. Yeah, That's the, the hard part. Rye was good. We, we've yeah, hit right. some really good stuff. All right, fine. One. Three. I'll change mine to okay. three. My everyday is Elijah <laughs> Craig, right? I'll change yeah, mine to three. three rocks. Great yeah. sipper. I'll, I'll, I'll drink this all day. I'm yeah. going to go with a four. I'm going to go with a four. I think yeah. four is yeah. a good spot for it. Um, I'd buy it again. Charlie, what was yours? Oh, yeah. Charlie, 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 Charlie four. says four. Yeah, I, I I would buy this again, especially at forty bucks. Oh, yeah. all day. Holy. I guess I'm not a complex person, so I'm I I I'm putting emphasis on the fact that I can make a lot of good drinks with this. Yes, uh, you, this would actually be a great just holiday mixer. Yes, you put this on the yes. table next to the old fashioned mix. You put it next to the and cider. Grandma can or the, drink it. You put anything next it. to the old fashioned mix. It's true. Yeah. I'm gonna make it. Yeah, it's true. So I guess yeah, from a, I guess that's where I'm coming from. I understand the the four rock. Uh, rating just as far as a quality whiskey. I guess I was looking at it more along the lines of like, what can I do during the holidays with this thing? And mm -hmm. this, it just seems very, uh, what do I want to say? Easy adaptive to yeah, whatever you want to Yeah, yeah, make. yeah. It's, it, you can all do inclusive? a lot of things with it. Yeah, it's all inclusive. It's a yes. utilitarian. It is like utilitarian, herbaceous, unapologetic <laughs> oh, whiskey bourbon. Um, no, We're going to have so many like I said, words. Not in a bad way. It's just, yeah. you know, 
the better the bourbon, it has to have character, body, yeah. you know, Agreed. complexity, all these other <clears throat> things. This one's solid. It's a solid drinker. Yeah. I'll drink this all day long. I'd like to put this one right next to that outlaw legend we had. Yeah. And just true. taste them yep. side by side. Because I think they're very similar. We'll that. have to do a whiskey off at some point. Yeah. Like a blind well, taste test. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. we're doing with the Well, I'm saying the with the exports. ones that we've tasted already, Ooh. do a blind taste test. We have to go find those bottles again, though. See, yeah. Right. Right. Well, It'll be hard. Either way. I, like I think the only I'm, one that would be at. tough, yeah. we got, we're able to get it. I like it. So, um, you know, last piece of the puzzle here is give us your one rock takeaway of the day. Cool. One rock takeaway. Don't set yourself short. Let us figure something out for you. You have questions, that's what we're here for. No questions too big or too small. Trust me, if it's big, I have resources. I will find someone. We have resources. If it's it's not too small, we're not going to say, oh, well, that's a dumb question. It's never a dumb question. Mm -hmm. When it comes to you, your finances, your life, we take it serious. Jameson? Uh Mine is you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And as a consumer, as a buyer in this market, if you're not, if you're doing your own research, headlines at the Thanksgiving table, talking to friends and family, that's that's one layer. Use us for the layer to really figure out what's possible. So you don't know what you don't know, um, and make sure that, like Oscar said, reach out to us if you guys got questions. We're like your fact checkers, yep. right? We'll, we'll, we don't charge anything. No, I don't bite. No, no. You Oscar call me? might bite. Depends uh, on what it is. No, I don't charge anything. <laughs> if he bites, he doesn't bite hard. Exactly. <laughs> Jason, uh, you? my own rock takeaway is uh, in the same vein, right? Uh, it can be very intimidating to buy a house. You can be very subconscious about like your financial situation or your personal situation. And it is personal, right? Yeah, it is it personal. Is, yeah. And everybody has something. Yeah, but, no understand, but, pristine. Uh, but understand we've seen it all. And we've been there too. Yeah. We're not going to judge. No, yeah. we've there's there's no judgment in, at all. Yeah. We've been there. We've all been not there. Not at all. And we'll share all the stories personally if you want to mm -hmm. hear it. But if you're able to you know, take a step back and look at your situation and think, you know what, I want to change this by buying a house and getting into home ownership, um, even if it's the most complex situation, mm -hmm. we're not afraid of the challenge because every time we take a harder challenge on, we, we learn, learn something new. Yep. It puts a new tool in our tool. hundred percent. So please, um, my one more takeaway is don't get in your head. Um, ask the questions. Make the phone call. Make the phone call and we'll put a plan to pl and plan in place together that can get you to where you want to go. And I know we can because we've done it multiple times for people who never thought it was possible. Yep. Yep. So gentlemen, pleasure as always. Um, can't wait to hang out next time. Yeah, guys, like, like, subscribe, and follow always, right? Every Friday, the podcast comes out on every streaming platform. And then uh, the following week, Wednesday or Thursday, the YouTube video drops. Make sure you guys comment, share it if you guys have people that, in your lives that have questions. And then one more time, if you guys do have questions for us, 720-608-9437. Make sure you give us a call, text us. It's anonymous. We'll talk to you guys in private. We don't share information. We're just here to help you guys out. So, Thank you, as always. Thank you. For watching. Thank you. Appreciate it, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers boys. We'll see you guys next week. Woo. Until next week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Real Estate Served on the Rocks. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and for an uncut and unfiltered version, subscribe to our YouTube channel. 